Nose. This is the Ultrazilla Podcast. This is your host, Peter JP, uh, recording in Buffalo and why. So for today's episode, we'll be talking about Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla 1994 and Ultraman Zero, the Revenge of 2010. That was the year I was born. I don't know. Uh, we'll also be speaking about some news as well. And don't forget our first guest of the show, Dashiell. Hi! Uh, uh, Godzilla, be quiet. Your time is coming. God, uh, so... So for our first segment, uh, as I mentioned before, Godzilla versus Space Godzilla. And going by the plot, I'm going to try to simplify it a bit, uh, since we got quite a bit of things planned for the set. Molly, this isn't the best time. Uh, sorry, that's just my dog. Vanilla uh, Kajira. Uh... Uh, Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla uh, starts off with a shot of somewhere in space as a alien creature with crystals coming out of the back of it and has and resembles a Godzilla-like creature is speeding towards Earth. Uh, yeah, um, shows a bunch of those crystals going into the ground and then it shows our shot of Godzilla in the water, waking up, more all that classic Godzilla stuff. Uh, and then it cuts to a long recurring uh, Heisei era character. Uh, I, I can't remember her name, but she's basically this telepath. Uh, and, she, and in this movie, she's training a bunch of other telepaths. Oh, yeah, uh, I just want to mention that the whole telepath idea, I'm pretty sure, like, or at least the whole thing about her teaching uh, young telepaths doesn't really come up in the next movie, but, uh, uh, and basically these two people uh, come up to her and explain Project T, whole trying to control Godzilla with tel. Telepathy. Telepathy, yes. Uh, yeah, so they're trying to control Godzilla with telepathy to turn him into a weapon. Classic human. Kind of? Well, no, that's, yeah. Well, they don't say at first, and I don't think they have the plan to, but. They don't intend to tell her, yeah. but later on. I think only one of the guys uh, wanted to, but. Yeah, but. Introduce yourselves. Uh, and, how did, and how did you get into this idea? Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, guys. It is, uh, we wa- I watched it like a week ago, too. Uh, so I'm mostly going by memory. Uh, but later it comes to our three type main characters who have come onto an island to find this man. This man that has is a man. 
the man is a man. The man also knows how to be a man, but this man is on an island and they need him. So, yeah, they're part of the part. They're part of the project of the telepathy, uh, control Godzilla, blah blah blah, that stuff. And then they try to find him. But this man, his name is Man, just for comedy purposes, is going to kill Godzilla because his brother was killed in the last in one of the attacks of Godzilla. He uh, has ordered shipments of medicine and stuff, and he makes something that I don't know how to pronounce. Ah, uh, Yuki Special. Yuki Special, but it's something else scientific. But Yuki... Blood conjulant. Blood... Oh, oh, okay. So, uh... Yuki, we're no longer calling him man for. Is this still recording? The computer just turned off. Cut out. I'm good. I feel like maybe we should take, like, another. Oh, yeah. Uh, and before we get on to this whole Godzilla versus Space Godzilla segment. We should probably properly introduce ourselves, but not fully, since I don't want to give away all my personal information. So I'm going to give this credit card information in the bio, but... Wait, what? What? <laughs> uh, anyway, continue. Uh, my name is Peter JP. Uh, the J stands for Jasper. That's my middle name and my last name. Uh, no, we don't get those. Yeah, yeah. It's, it starts with P. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm Dashel, and Dashel's my middle name. I'm not going to tell you my first name because I don't want people to call me this. Uh, uh, and then my, I go by my middle name, and then my last name is the same as his because we're cousins. Oh my god. Yes, and we've known each other since like birth. Birth, anyway. technically, kind of. Anyways, sort of. how did you get into Godzilla, Pete, my boy? <laughs> you too. That's how I got into Godzilla and Ultraman videos. What about, okay. Uh, I got into Godzilla from you, but before that, I watched the Gods. I think I watched Godzilla 1998 as my first one, I think. I also watched oh, uh, yeah. some other ones. I I believe I watched a few other ones. Like The first Godzilla movie I ever watched was Godzilla vs. Uh, Destroyer. I think Godzilla vs. Destroyer might have been my also my first, but I no, remember me. God, I shouldn't have done that. Don't. The first one that I actually remember watching my reaction was Godzilla 1998 with Zilla in it, and was still called Godzilla at the time. Um, but yeah, that's how, and I got into Godzilla from Pete. Uh, and now on to our actual, oh yeah, and I should probably just introduce, like, the full colorful cast of characters well we've introduced ourselves but you might also hear my father and his uncle uh and then also you might occasionally hear one of my two dogs or my parakeets that's why i uh they are my feathery friend friend does uh so now on to the actual movie 
It's not the first Godzilla movie. Yeah. Realize this. Everyone. But I'm guessing mostly Godzilla fans will watch this. Yeah, so you, you probably already know 1954. Yeah. So uh, the reason why I'd say... Or the reason why I particularly like this movie is definitely because of... Uh, first, it has Heisei Godzilla, my... Pretty close to my all-time favorite design. Uh, and also, just like little Godzilla, he's adorable. I need a plushie of him now. Uh, and I really love Space Godzilla's design. It brings a lot of nostalgia. And for me, this is a special movie because this is one of the movies that got me into Godzilla. It was like I watched Godzilla movies before this Godzilla Big Lizard with Fire Breath is what I would call it, but we all know now it's Atomic Breath. Excuse me, but yeah, as a child it was Fire Breath. So, uh, yeah, it was the first movie that like wow, Godzilla is actually pretty cool, but I got really sleepy at the end, so I didn't really get to see the end of it. Uh, in the order of this movie, uh. It is part of the Heisei era. It takes place before, uh, uh, it takes place, I think, after. Biolante. Yeah, definitely after Biolante and Godzilla versus Mothra. And I think, wait, it was like the movie after Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla 2, I'm pretty sure, and the movie before. Uh, Godzilla versus Destroya. Yes. Uh, okay. And to save up some time, we're not gonna go through all the plot. We're just gonna go through the big events. But if you want us to do that, then we could try. Though the podcast would be like four hours long, probably. Now I'm going to speed through what happens next. What? Now, on to our... Yes, on to the speed. Okay, so basically what happens next is, is so we left off that the, the, our three main characters have met. The, uh, uh, what, 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 what's the, the, the guy's name with, with the guy who wants to kill Godzilla? Yuki. Yuki is going to kill Godzilla once he comes to choice. He even has mines placed on the beach. Uh, 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 so, yeah, then... Oh no, mines go off. Oh, yeah, little Godzilla's here, but little then, Oh no, it's little Godzilla. He stepped on the mines. These aren't actual ah. mines, these are like a tear gas mines. And then he's like, oh boy. And then, yeah, okay, then there's a shower scene. Uh, and then the guys just watch Yuki take a shower. Yeah, they just watch him take a shower, but then later. That's pretty. The people who are working on the telepathy project are just just came onto Yuki's island and uh well yeah you, you know they they're talking to him they're criticizing him and then when he's attacking Godzilla the telepathy people are also monitoring like brainwaves and stuff Yuki doesn't kill Godzilla obviously. Okay. <laughs> um. Uh. And then yeah. So that's that scene. 
Okay, we're gonna skip to the big stuff. Okay, Mogira is like Mechagodzilla, but a penguin. And has drill and it's like two parts. And then, here comes Space Godzilla. He kills, I mean not kills, he kidnaps Little Godzilla. He, he's a he's a kidnapper. He, he kidnapped the child. Um. Anyway, then Godzilla is mad, and then stuff happens. I believe Godzilla fights Mogira, and then Mogira I encounters a uh, space Godzilla, and then Godzilla, and then final battle now. Godzilla and Mogira team up and fight Space Godzilla. They get his son back. Also, the crystals. Oh yeah, Space Godzilla not only is basically lots of crystals on him, but he can generate crystals out of you know thin air. Uh, and then yeah, so they, they they kill Space Godzilla. Then the movie happens, like the, the basic movie stuff. I skipped over some stuff, but we don't want this to be eight hours long. There's some stuff. Oh, yeah, they do take down the telepathy project before that. Well, they take down the evil guy who wants to turn Godzilla into a weapon. Uh, yeah, there's a Mothra scene because Mothra is, like, giving power to the girl, to one of the telepathy people, and then she helps the main character. The lesson of this movie is don't do drugs. Yeah, don't, don't do drugs. But, yeah, basically don't do drugs because if you do drugs, you can make a blood coagulant. And almost kill Godzilla, who actually saves the planet. So don't do drugs. And then, uh, if, and then also don't do drugs because you might want to kill, turn Godzilla into a what? Don't. Then you're gonna might want to turn him into a. Uh, you want to turn Godzilla into a. You're gonna become a Goomba. So, anyways. What's the next segment? Skidum boom ba dum bum. Hello. Uh, he's gonna be doing the Ultraman movie. He was a good boy. Uh, so this Ultraman movie is You Don't a Manzino Return of Belial or Belial, whatever. I I, I think Belial. No, it's Revenge good. of Belial. Dang, I keep accidentally messing with the microphone. I'm sorry. Uh, so, this movie was released in 2010. Uh, and I'm going to apply the same... Uh, the same things we did... Questions we had for the Godzilla segment to this. Uh, so, this movie... Uh, special me because it is the first full Ultraman movie I've ever seen, and it introduced me to uh, one of my favorite characters, Glenfire. This is the second Ultraman movie I've no. seen. Oh, um, Ultraman Zero. I love. I don't know. He's like Ultraman Seven, but with two eye sluggers, which are like boomerangs. Yeah, head boomerang. He also stop. <laughs> you can't do that. You're gonna like kill their ears. We don't want to have headphone warning. Yeah, headphone warning. Uh, anyway, um, so it was also, but this movie was special because, um, big, 
it introduced me to Mirror Knight, uh, Glenfire. Yeah, Glenfire. Genebot. Well, is it Jeanbot or Genebot? I think it's Genebot. Because, but Jean, it wounded. can be spelled J E A N. Yeah, like Jean Pierre Pomeret. Is that a JoJo's reference? Is that a JoJo's reference? Ah! Stop okay. yelling into the microphone. Sorry, uh, and the question is is this the first Ultraman movie? No. My answer is no. Stop! <laughs> Oh, we sound like fucking records, kind of. Uh, the order of this movie, I, I'm, I'm not actually sure, but maybe in a couple of episodes we can really start to flesh out a bit of a timeline. I guess I could just look it up, but I don't care. Uh, and I guess since you did it for the Godzilla one, should I yes. do the festival? You're gonna do all the Ultraman stuff. I'm gonna do all the Godzilla stuff because you've been into both franchises longer than me. But I'm but I'm much newer to Ultraman than Godzilla. So I'll do all the Godzilla stuff. You do the Ultraman. Yes, stuff. yes, that's very good. Yeah. Ultraman fast segment. Okay. So basically, I'm sm- just kidding. Uh, uh, <coughs> uh, the plot of this movie is basically um, uh, there's this princess running in a field, and she turns around, and her whole city is burning on fire. Uh, and so this uh. And so the silver knight looking guy called Mirror Knight transports her and both my mom and maybe Dash thought that he might have like killed her or something. Well, at least my mom thought that and I thought that would be pretty funny in the context of the movie. I'll protect you. Dead. To sum it up, no, I did not actually think that he killed her. I knew what was going on. I thought for a second. No, that was your mom, not me. Uh, so, yeah, Belial's back. Belial's is Dark Ultraman. Uh, Alex, basically, uh, he used to know the father of Ultra, uh, but he got all jealous of Father Ultra because he has all the cool stuff, like a wife. Uh, so basically... I think there was also a plot about, like, him getting possessed or something. I I don't know. That deserves its own, like, series of episodes. Uh, uh, so, basically, uh, it goes to another planet being attacked by Belial's... Oh, wait, sorry. I forgot. Uh, and then it shows... The Belial Empire attacking the Land of Lights, the home planet of the Ultraman. Uh, and uh, hey, that's my drink. <laughs> you little, you little one inch taller than me, uh, mouse, squirrel, elephant thing. <laughs> huh. Uh, so, 
And basically, it kind of starts like, but uh, more on that later. Uh, also, like the other Ultraman on to defeat him, but then it pans over to Ultraman Zero, and he mops the floor with these things called the Dark Club Zero. I have no idea what's their relation to Zero. I'm guessing they were just robot copies of Zero that Belial made, because Belial and Zero are like nemesises. But uh, basically, uh, Ultraman Zero set on this quest uh, to defeat Belial. Uh, well, we don't know it's Belial yet. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then it goes to this other Tatooine-like planet. There's these two brothers trying to defeat some of the Legionoids, these other robot guys that Belial has. To sum it up, imagine the, uh, what's it called, the super battle droids from Star Wars The Clone Wars, except with drill hands. And a cool looking head. That's kind of what they are. Yeah, just spiky head. Spiky head. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be loud. Sorry. For anyone who's wearing headphones. Headphones. At full volume. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and so, uh, one of, long story short, one of the brothers almost dies. Uh, but Ultraman Zero comes and the and Zero and the boy fuse. Fuse. Uh, uh, I don't know why you had to do ASMR because it's gonna be an ASMR. Hey guys, stop! <laughs> that was a bit of ASMR for you. Uh. Oh my god, we are getting sidetracked. But basically, uh, over the uh, the boys are later transported to the shit called the Gene Bird, and the princess from earlier is there. Uh, Gene Bot almost wipes the memories of the two boys, but the princess is like, "No, stop it!" Gene Bot is like, "Please, no." Okay, but I really want to wipe your memory. Sigh, sad face, Gene Bot sad. I'm sad. Mm. Uh, uh, and then later they encountered the Pirates of Flames, these super over-the-top pirate dudes in a sea of, like, flammable gas. That seems dangerous. They're literally the Pirates I'm of Flame in Flammable gas. I believe it's actually a nebula. I think it's called it's in Star Wars. It's like this giant gas cloud in space. It's a, uh, I I don't care. Uh, but tell me, when did I ask if you cared or not? <laughs> when did I ask for you to say that? Uh, oh god, this is getting long. But to sum it up, with the Pirate of Flames, there's Glen Fire. Ultraman Zero and Glenfire uh, fights, uh, but then the Belial army comes, uh, so Glenfire is like, I'm gonna self-destruct, guys, run away, and so he explodes himself, 
That's not true. He actually goes into the giant area of flammable gas as as a flame being, and he goes, and then the flame cloud goes Super Saiyan and kills everyone. Except in Super Saiyan, I mean, it explodes and kills everyone, except the main characters because they have plot armor. Well, I mean, they escaped. Yeah, yeah and the pirates of flame. Um, I guess, yeah. Uh, and if I remember, then... Oh, yeah, they're looking for this little shield of Baradai that should defeat Belial. Um, that's a big plot point. But then they go to the two-dimensional people place thing where Miranite is being held. And earlier, Belial corrupted him. Uh, corrupted him by saying, do my bidding, and then... Uh, Be my servant! I'm Darth, I'm Darth Vader! Ooh. And then, and then he, and then, and then, yeah, so, uh, Mirror Knight be like, um, okay, I'm gonna make this movie interesting, so, yeah, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Seven, and Belial, do 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 Oh my god. <laughs> Why would you say seven? I keep getting them confused because seven is the father of zero. Yeah, but still, zero is obviously better. <laughs> anyway, continue. Uh, uh, and then, if I remember, uh, after that, uh, they try to get the shield of Baradai, but actually, it doesn't work, I guess. Uh, uh, and so, basically, the Belial army comes. I can't help it, man. Okay, okay, Belial army comes. Yeah, and it seems like all hope is lost, but then, you know... Zero goes Super Saiyan. Kind no, of. he didn't. Well, no, not Super Saiyan, but he, like, goes plot armor supreme and no. Well, uh, first, like, it's everybody comes in the finale. Obviously. Glenfire is alive. Uh, Gene Bird becomes Gene Bot and is yeah. controlled by the little brother. And, oh, yeah, turns out the shield of Baradai is the friend we made along the way. Yeah, it's not about the journey, it's about the friends we made along the way. Uh, and so, it takes a crap ton of time to load, and then Belial is dead. Um, no, he's, a, no, Belial turns into Monster Arc. Oh, Belial, yeah! And then Zero takes this, the shield, which is actually more like a bow and arrow, now yeah. that I think about it. And then he charges it up, and it literally takes, like, Five minutes in the film to charge up, and it'll be Mirror Knight, Glenfire, Jean Bot. Who don't worry, Jean Bot is still a simp for the princess, super into mashed potatoes. Um, and then uh, they no, they they they're distracting uh Arc Belial, and then uh, and then Parakeets, please be quiet. And then um, they and then uh, Belial goes blah yeah, because then Zero goes like, yeah, no, and then he says, yeah, uh, it's not that hard to understand. And then, uh, set, and then Zero and the human host separate, and then everything's good for now. And then, wait, whoa, 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 Zero, Glenfire, Mirror Knight, and John Bond the Sim for Super Into Mashed Potatoes, uh, 
form an alliance and they call it like the ultimate protect force zero because you know zero is super egotistical zero stop yelling What just happened though? If you don't know what just happened, that was supposed to be an ASMR segment. Stop <laughs> putting your mouth on the microphone. You're stepping on my toes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> now on to the news. I um, should Godzilla. So on the Godzilla side of news, there is a lot of gabbering about what is the next it's jabbering oh, I, I just did a miss jabbering thing. about what is coming next to the monster verse but all that i've really seen is just vague i guess there's a bit of talk about son of kong and possibly a g movie with a godzilla movie with no humans i didn't write the script pete did but that would actually be amazing and that would be interesting to see, as I just said, I'm just reading the script. No, there's not a script. Just for the news, there's a script. There's a script for news that he wrote. Okay. Uh, anyway. Yeah, I'm not the... On to the Ultraman news. Hey, I do the Ultraman news. Yeah. I know. Anyways, stop. <laughs> Anyways, Ultraman and Kamen Rider are getting crossover event by Bandai in Inland China. At the event, there will be human-sized models of Ultraman Z and Kamen Rider Saber. There will also be displays of new products of both individual brands. And for the and for this news, we'll talk at the same time. <laughs> Three, <laughs> two, one. Now, now on, on to, to general, general Japan news. A cargo ship ran aground. Whatever that means. And split it out. <laughs> That's horrible. I just thought the crew's okay. Oh yeah, a J Japanese softball player had got his uh, had, had to get his medal replaced after a, a, a minor bit. What the heck? A mayor after wait, what <laughs> medal had to get his medal replaced after a mayor bit into it without permission? Oh, a medal like like the things that are award like get a yeah. medal replaced. After a mayor bit into it without, why would he bit, bite into it? Without know. permission. It's for like a sign of victory or something. Oh, yeah. That, that well, there's a global pandemic. <laughs> wow. Stop! You can't do that anyway. If you didn't hear the old friend news because he wasn't talking right. Shame on you, Pete. Shame on you! You can't tell me what to do! Okay, okay. Anyways, Ultraman and Kamen Rider are getting a crossover event by Bond Bandai Bondi. If you don't know what that is, it's it's like a toy. They do toys sometimes. In I in inland China at the event, there will be human sized models of Ultraman Z. I don't know who Ultraman Z is. I might. Oh, Ultraman Zero. No. Oh, I don't know who Ultraman Z is. And Kamen Rider Saber. There will be displays of new products of both individual brands. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's just 
Okay, and well, that is. We're doing the ending. I'm scripted. Okay, well that's th th well, that's, that's all, all guys. Oh, oh wait, I I had some like funny joke for the end, but I feel I forgot. Oh wait, no, I was like, hi, my name is. Hi, my name is Peter, and I'm here to say I I have nothing more to say, so I'm gonna go away. Hey. Testing. 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 What, what the, the heck happened? just happened? Ow, you hurt me. Wait, where are we supposed to be? We just broke the computer if you didn't know it just happened. I don't think it's still recording. Ready to phone trigger. It's still recording. Oh my god. Anyway, guys.